the champion. Uh oh! Oh, deep six! That could be it. Delivers this deep six. Good evening, Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast fans. This is episode 60. Yes, sir. Zero. My goodness. Man, I, it, it's, it seems so long. I don't even remember what episode I like debuted on. It, it seems like it was so in the 20s, I think. Yeah. I mean, it, it was fairly early. I mean, uh, I would say probably around. Probably around the twenties. Uh, I, I feel like you've been on about seventy-five percent of our shows all time. So I'm loving it every week, man. And then once you got on here, basically a hundred percent of our shows. So um, yeah, man, time is moving. Yeah, and um, yeah, unbelievable. We're we're almost coming up to the one-year anniversary uh, in about um, this month. This yeah, man. Hey, congratulations to you, dude. That's that's awesome. I, I I tell you after every show, like, thank you for having me on. You know, you've you've helped me out a lot, and that's that's awesome, man. We're we're I'm glad to be a part of this. You know, we're, we're keeping it we're keeping it rolling every week. So yeah, thank you again, man. Congratulations. I must thank Jay uh, Diaz. Uh, he is the one that's helped get this uh, project off the ground with between the music, the artwork, uh, the t-shirts, um, and, and a number of things and pushing us along for the first few months of uh, uh, this podcast. Uh, so it, but I love, I love our theme song. I love it. I don't think, I I'll, ever, yeah, I, exactly. I don't think I'll ever change it. He does. He did such a good job with it. Absolutely. So no, I Jay, agree. shout out to you. We look forward to having you back soon. Um, but, uh, anyway, we got some things to talk about. We're going to come in a little hot here, uh, for sure. But first, Tom, how's your weekend going? Oh man, it, it's been good, dude. Uh, you know, we, me and you have been talking about it ever since, uh, gosh, October when the MLB season ended in the race, my team lost in the world series, uh, been waiting for this moment, this weekend, you know, finally have baseball back and. The Rays start off pretty well, and I haven't missed a single game yet. Haven't missed a pitch up until I'm actually like just now. I have the game turned on in the background, but I, I'm not listening to it. But man, I, it's been good. I, I love having baseball on. It's exciting to watch my team and both of our teams. We were talking about before the show play uh, play in a few days here, and I would be worried if I was a Red Sox fan. Oh, absolutely! It is not good in Beantown right now. We lost the first two. Uh, fr- uh, Friday opening day, which was yeah. yesterday, 2 p.m. game. They couldn't even buy a hit. It's cold up there, but still. Um, Off you know, not both, good pitcher both, both teams. Yeah. Actually, the pitching hasn't been terrible. It's just well, we're, mean, not, we're not hitting. We're not, we're no, not, yeah, no run yeah. support. It just uh, off – off Baltimore's pitcher John Means. I mean, he's yes. not 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 the best pitcher. More more average than than most. But they could not buy a hit yesterday. They could not buy a hit. Means um, uh, retired eighteen straight batters. Yeah, during yeah. yesterday's game, he looked like an ace. <laughs> it, it, it's terrible. I mean, it's one thing losing bets, but then on top of that, we lost Benintendi. On top of that, we list we lost Mitch Moreland. Those guys were solid players. Always yeah, I, like, I really like the attendee. So we, we lost a number of guys. Uh, and 
we still have some good up and comers like Raphael Devers. The kid's a phenom already. He's barely even yeah. twenty. He's not even in his mid twenties yet. And that then Dahlbeck we got a kid. new guy, Dahlbeck. He yeah, had Bobby a, Dahlbeck. A, a really good spring. Yeah. So I listen. I get it. it. You know, it's the beginning of the season, so I shouldn't worry. I'm not panic mode. Yeah. Um. Because hey, listen, the the 2007 World Series Red Sox, um, they started their season two and eleven. No, screw yeah. Let me tell you, there was a little panic button there. But <laughs> just a little that's just bit. not how you want to start the season. It, you it, it, you want to start the season two and zero, yeah. season sweep, and then yeah. you know go into the and start you know padding, padding some wins, and, and uh, get yourself a nice early ten to twenty game over five hundred early in the season, yeah. and you know, and then you'll be cruising for the rest of the way. It, and it, it's even tougher, you know. Boston and Tampa are both in the AL East, and in the AL East is. Known for being, you know, just particularly tough with both Boston and the Yankees in there. But now you have Tampa Bay, who's obviously been, you know, made the World Series last year. Toronto's got a really young squad full of guys like Vlad Guerrero and Kevin Biggio and Bo Bichette. And it, it's going to be tough. So you you really want to be able to start that season off. And that's why, you know, I'm so glad the Rays are doing so well to start off. It's, you cannot get into where, you know, you're getting into September and you're playing – you know, you're losing the, the division by eight games or something. You don't want to have to worry about the wild card. You want to be in the thick of the divisional race, you know, once you get into that playoff time. Absolutely. As we wait for uh, a couple of viewers uh, to hop on, but really quick, uh, we have the um, AL East is toughest division to AL. Um, yeah. You know, the AL West will be a little competitive between Houston and Oakland. You know that's happening. LA's um, looking good too, yeah. AL East is probably, in my opinion, the toughest division. Uh, I, I think uh, we have Marlins. We saw what they did last year. And then the, the big question is, can they sustain uh, what they did last year? Can yeah. they sustain that over the course of 160 games? I don't think so. But then you got the Mets. The, if the Mets Pretty pitch good. is healthy, yeah. I, I think they're in very good shape. I think the Mets win the division this year. Especially uh, with uh, Frankie Lindor. Yeah, Nationals might might fall off a little bit. I think the Braves are going to be tough. Phillies will be uh I would, I would think it would be tough, too. That's a tough division, NL East. Yeah, yeah. And then you got the Dodgers and Padres. Dodgers probably win NL West, but you got the Padres that are going to present a little bit of a problem there, too, as well. So it's going to be interesting to see. You know, even even if my team doesn't do well this year, just to see uh, like a, a bunch of other rivalries and what's going to happen. Um, it's, should it's just be so a, nice to have baseball back. Yeah. It is. So good to see fans well, back. A full season, out. too. Exactly, man. Yeah. It just feels so different. You know, like even if it's – I think – you know, I've been watching the, the Marlins games, the Marlins Rays games. I think it's like 27% or something. But even that, you know, versus what they had in, you know, the playoffs where it was just cutouts at Petco instead of, you know, well, I mean, at the World Series, they had people, but, you know, there wasn't fans the entire year. And to even have just a small amount of fans, it just it really does just make a big difference. And it, it, it makes it so much more enjoyable. Absolutely. Well, we got some news for you guys. So this is our, our big news. Yeah. Okay. So we have a lot of things in the works uh, going on. We have our one-year um, show coming up, so we're going to try to figure out how we're going to do that. Quite possibly big-name guest 
Uh, we're working on it. If not, we're going to make it as big a show as possibly that we can. Our, our one-year anniversary is April 21st. Um, so we're, we're looking um, to do you know some special show around there, maybe like uh, closer to the end of April. But the announcement that we have is coming up for this week. We are just kind of doing a little modification uh, to our podcast, to our show, just to kind of give us uh, uh, a little bit more identity uh, towards what we do on our podcast. So uh, what's going to happen is starting this week and um, the pay- any pay-per-view that we do, mostly uh, the WWE, NXT pay-per-views, and we'll try to get the AEW ones in too as well. Um we are going to do a, a concept, uh, a reaction show. We're going to call it The Aftermath. So it'll be a reaction show. 20 minutes, 25 minutes or so. Not a long one because we also have a podcast that we do as well. Hmm. Uh, and there might be some weeks that we take off from the podcast as we don't want to like, overburden yeah. ourselves. Some of these um, pay-per-views are really long too. You know, Take, takes a toll on us. Absolutely, absolutely, especially on these Sunday nights. Uh, the WWE doesn't end too late, but the AEW, they, they, they cannot run on Sundays anymore. That It's ridiculous. I think Anyhow, Double or Nothing is going to be on Sunday. Oh, give me a break. Uh, thank God my Monday shift started at 12.30. Let me say that, but still, it's late. Anyhow, um, what we're going to do is this coming week, Wednesday night, Thursday night, immediately after NXT TakeOver, we are coming at you with a post show, no more than like 20 minutes. We always try to keep it around a certain amount of time, but we always manage to double that. But we, we're going to try to keep it 20 minutes or so, uh, just with a, a live reaction uh, to what just happened on the pay-per-view. We felt that the WrestleMania week would be the best starting point. So that's Wednesday night, Thursday night. Um, uh, on this same YouTube channel, but it's going to be called The Aftermath. Um, so that'll be a reaction towards the shows and Friday, this Friday, episode 61 with Frank Manzo, uh, returning. He, uh, did episode 50 with us and that was our highest viewed YouTube show. So we're looking forward to having him on yeah. He's, uh, from wrestle reaction and, uh, he might bring on a special guest. Um, so we'll see uh, what happens there. If not, we'll get him down at uh, get get him down the road. But Frank Manzo will definitely be uh, with us this Friday, um, ten o'clock, ten p.m. live after SmackDown. Then night one and night two of WrestleMania coming back at you with the uh, two episodes, one each night with the aftermath. Um, and then what's going to happen is after WrestleMania, uh, I think you know Monday night usually the go home show. Uh, we got the go home show and the, the uh, not the go home show, but the, the first show after Raw Mania. After Mania yeah. But that first week, we'll do that first week with episode 62. And then we're taking a little time off. We're taking two weeks off um, just until we get to the next pay per view, just to give uh, myself and Tommy some time off to relax, have some free Friday, Saturday night star cells. Um, and uh, whatever they do in Indiana, I don't know. But um, <laughs> cornfield, Long Island, man. nothing, nothing. <laughs> Long Island, we nothing. go hard. So, <laughs> hey, man, but- and that's the thing. It's is is we're excited for this weekend. I mean, even if WrestleMania hasn't really been, WrestleMania doesn't feel like WrestleMania this year, but it still is 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 WrestleMania for us. Like everybody, this is this is the one week 
you know, for a wrestling fan that everybody looks forward to outside of, you know, Royal Rumble. And I'm, I'm excited. I know Wayne's excited, but we got a really busy week. I mean, we got five, five podcasts in five days with TakeOver, Friday night's episode, and then, and then WrestleMania. So yeah, that, that weekend of, uh, after that week of, of Mania, it's going to be nice to have a, a little bit of a break because there's going to be yes. a, a lot we're of wrestling hard. this week. We're, st- we're starting wrestling on Monday and Tuesday you got the Hall of Fame and then basically Wednesday through through uh, Sunday night. I mean, it's it's a WrestleMania-style card every single night. So even for SmackDown, you know, what we were talking about before the show, WrestleMania, like SmackDown edition, I don't know what the exact title is, but they're broadcasting it as being a, a big deal. And so we're excited, but I, I think the fans would know that we also do need a break after this because it's going to be a it's going to be a lot to intake, a lot of wrestling to intake. Yeah, this will be our super week. We're going to do the aftermaths. will be quick episodes. We're not going to be sitting here an hour and a half yeah, each night. That's exactly. Not happening. Right after the four-hour pay-per-view, we're going for another yeah, hour. There's no – There's no. we're giving quick reactions from everybody that's on the show. <laughs> Discussion time will be saved for the podcast and what have you. But, uh, yeah, we'll do quick reactions. We're, we're trying to keep it 20 minutes. It could very well go over. It'll be real. But it won't be uh, the hour shows we'll like we, hour, we yeah. normally do. They'll be, they'll be quick. Me and uh, Tommy will debut the concept this Wednesday night. And uh, Tommy will have his uh, buddy with Justin. Justin and Noah. Are Justin and for, Noah. Thursday looking, looking night. Looking forward to coming back here on Thursday night. Yeah, man. I, I know Just, Justin's for sure. But but Noah seems, I'd say, about 85%. So, yeah, man, it's going to be good. I'm I'm really excited. I'm excited. I've been looking forward to the takeover and I know we're going to talk about it later this week, but or later tonight, but man, does that, does that card look good for takeover? It like, does. It, the predictions just get me excited. Just to even think about it. It's, it's going to be a really good card. Hopefully Peacock doesn't screw up. I know. Well, listen, they've had a trial run for a little while. So uh, for a couple of weeks now, so hopefully it's good, but uh, make a note. Episode 61 is WrestleMania predictions only. Yep. We may talk a little bit about SmackDown because that's kind of part of like the, uh, it's a big show. We, we might, uh, whatever Frank wants to talk about, who cares? But uh, it, it's definitely WrestleMania predictions for yeah. sure. I, I think we're going to um, try and so. n- not against AEW because obviously they put on a good show every week, but this yeah. is this is the WWE week. So I, I, I'll watch AEW, but I, I don't know if we'll be we'll be talking about it, or it'll definitely be one of those. If fast something forwards. huge happens, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Frank and uh, JT would definitely buy it. it's WrestleMania predictions here. This is WWE week, yeah. Um, and yeah, so starting Wednesday, be ready. We're coming at you with episodes every single night for yeah, the next five nights. Five nights that. in a row. Woo! So. And we got the hall. Are you excited for the Hall of Fame on on Tuesday? Honestly, I'm not even gonna watch. Really? Uh, I won't. I won't watch live. I'm not gonna hall- watch live. I'll catch it later on. That's fair. You could skim through it. I don't know. The Hall of Fame's always been like my favorite because I I just love hearing people talk. That was kind of all my favorite things about like you know the NFL Hall of Fame, you know, and all that stuff. It's it's just hearing all these people that I grew up watching talk talk about their experiences. Except when it goes on, you know, you got a guy like uh, Hillbilly Jim going on for forty minutes. Uh, yeah, I, I've seen some pretty, pretty uh, bad speeches. I can't recall because I guess it's just memory that I've Mr. T had one. You Mr. T one? was fine. He, he was amazing. And he, but he went for 40 minutes and he had... He was thanking his mom. He was very I grateful. know, but, but Kane had to come out and tell him, like, come on, man, wrap it up. 
It was good. But he loves his mom on Valentine's That's Day. Fair. He loves That's his fair. mom on Easter. He loves his mom on Mother's Day. On <laughs> every on every day. day. On Christmas Day. He loves his mom every day. Only on, on the holidays. Day, on Martin yeah. Luther King Day. <laughs> on Hump Day. Exactly. He loved his mom. Every single day. <laughs> Moving on. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna segue into NXT predictions, but just really quick couple notes. Um, on NXT, not not a big week in wrestling, really. It's just all builds at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, we see uh, Cameron Grimes defeat Roderick Strong. Uh, see Cameron reach into his junk. Junk. He, he reach, reaches into his junk and he pulls out uh, an undisputed uh, armband yeah. that he had in his pants, and uh, he drops it, and then that distracted uh, Roddy, right? Because Roddy found it on the mat. He's distracted. Cameron Grimes capitalizes and gets the win. So I, I, I bring that up because I really love what Cameron Grimes has been um, doing lately. I, he's so good. To the moon. That that music video. I forget when they debuted that, but that I I laughed so hard at that. That was just such a stupid <laughs> stupid no. thing, but it was so good. It was it was so well done, and he's such a he's such a funny guy that. He pulls that character off so well. You know how many times WWE's done stupid stuff. I actually I like I like how they did this, but WWE's done stupid stuff, but that you can't like get it out of your head. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, Morrison, it's, it's a, it's a hey, song. hey, ho, ho. <laughs> that was hey, hey, hop, hop. Oh man, oh, I, I wanted to ask you about that, but I know we're not going to talk about Raw. But oh, I'm, I'm sure that you. You got a kick out of that segment, didn't you? I thought I was like smoking something. Like it was weird. <laughs> it's like a train wreck that you can't get your eyes away no. from. Uh so we see Io Shirai and Raquel Gonzalez battling throughout the whole night with Raquel attacking her numerous times throughout the night. Um, and then they're going back and forth, and then the two of them uh going at it at the very end. Um, uh, and they had to have the breakup. Yeah. Um, Raquel defeated Zoe Stark. How about Zoe Stark? She's been tearing it up. Yeah, she looks good, man. She she really looks good. I think that's the biggest thing is is both AEW and NXT have been kind of highlighting their women's divisions here in the last few weeks, and I, I think she's a she's a really good strong character that they can build over the next you know couple months. I think she'll be a a major player, you know, by the time the the end of the year is over. She her matches are good. The only problem that I have is that they're putting her against all the like the top contenders, and she's losing yeah. like every match. Yeah, it, it's tough to build up a player like that. Uh, a player, sorry, it's tough to build up a uh, a rest a wrestler that way. But it also you got to look at it from the fact that she is getting these high profile matches. She's and she's looking good. It's not like she's you know getting squashed. She's She's having a chance to to show her skills, and I think she's she's taking the ball and running with it. And sooner down the line, we'll see her in 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 winning some matches against some some big stars. She's doing fantastic. I, yeah, I, I've enjoyed her ring work. I'm not too crazy about her look, but her, her ring work has been absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, uh, great great uh, style of wrestling that she does. So uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Well, I suspect. You know, she'll get more of a build, you know, come post-mania for sure yeah. as well. But now let's talk NXT TakeOver predictions, what you guys have all been waiting for. Took us 20 minutes to get to it, but that's okay. Hey, man, we're having fun. We have a lot to talk about. 
Yeah, man. So we're going to talk to you guys about night one first. Speaking of which, uh, the women's title, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. So, Tommy, do you think that this is the spot that Io loses here? Uh, this is a tough call for me. I, hold on. I'm, I have the card pulled up here. I, I think yes, partially because I think this is this is main eventing night one. It has to. I, do, I don't see any – all the other matches are going to be great. I just don't see any of them being – main event level to the point you know compared to this one i think this one should go on main event eo is is one of those people i think we look at every year we see somebody get caught up not to the best success but the raw after mania somebody from nxt gets called up you know you can expect somebody i think eo's time is 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 this coming monday you know not the Monday after Mania. Sorry, I, I think she's she'd be great on the the main roster. I think you could put her in a tag team with with Oscar because I expect Oscar to lose the title. I think that could be a really good team. Um, but I, I really really dig Raquel Gonzalez. I think her and um, her her name's crossing me. Who's uh, Dakota Kai? Dakota Kai. I think that your relationship is is like Diesel and Shawn Michaels from you know early nineties mid nineties. Um, and I really, really just, I just, I don't know. There's something about Raquel Gonzalez that just tells me like she, what she does in the ring and her character and her look, it just shows me that she's going to be a really good champion. And I think at some point you got to take the belt off of her. This is kind of the, the reset button. You know, this is when the season ends for, for WWE is, is WrestleMania. And I think, you know, starting a new season with a new NXT Women's Champion, especially in a in a good star like Raquel Gonzalez, who can really carry this company with with matches with a lot of a, a lot of good talent on the women's roster. I just I think this is the time, man. I, I really just think uh, Raquel Gonzalez gets to win in the main event. Raquel Gonzalez has been featured very well. I can yeah. definitely see Raquel winning. Io Shirai has had the belt for about seven months, eight months now. It's um, pushing, yeah. yeah it, it's pushing, uh, like, yeah, over eight months, eight, nine months now. Because I believe they did the in your house in June or July. That's what it was, yeah. Because she beat Flair and Ripley at, in at, uh, in your house, and I think it was like June 7th or something it's like almost, that. It's almost about eight, nine months now. She had the yeah, belt, yeah. it's a pretty good run, yeah. This could be the time, this could be the time here, although. Um, you know, her, uh, you know, she's her, uh, title, title run could probably still have some legs in it yet, yep. but Raquel has been featured too well. She's got momentum. Uh, I have to go Raquel here. Uh, I just, sure. I just, yeah, I just don't know if there's a lot more challengers that you can do. And I think when you have Raquel, there's, there's a plethora of women challengers down there for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I a just... lot that we haven't seen, even if you get some squash matches in and build yeah. to the next challenger. But there's a lot of women down there in NXT training. A lot. I, I would I would love to see. Did you see that stage that was covered in yes. uh, uh when during it when they were announcing the tag team uh um tournament for yeah, Dusty yeah. Classic? You see all yeah. the women end up on stage. There's a lot of girls not being featured. Oh and, yeah. That are training. I, right I just now. meant like we're talking about big stars that EO hasn't faced. And I, I don't know how many there are that, you know, have been built up properly. And I think if you give the title to Raquel, you can have match, you can have that, 
you know, Raquel versus Fresh matchups. Yeah, Raquel versus Mercedes is is one of those matches that I really want to see. I think that could be just an absolute war. I'd love to see that match. Her versus Dakota Kai is is one that you could obviously do. You know, friends turn on friends. Be a great match. I, I I agree. I just think that there's too many fresh matchups. And again, like I said, this is a kind of time where you can reset everything with with it to NXT moving to Tuesdays now. You know, following WrestleMania. I just I, I really think that she she's going to get the win here and take the title. Yeah, I, I think that's quite possible, too. Um, now, if for some reason that uh, Io Shirai should win, uh, I, I think um, you know, Tony Storm might be waiting in the wings, too, because they could tell that story um, as well. Um, get yeah. her get a rematch and finally get uh, her win and then. You can go from there. So there's of course, a lot of I love this team, team Tony, man. Of course, you you know Absolutely. how much I love Tony Storm. Tony Storm is great, great. Oh man, uh, have I got a story about that for you later? But uh, <laughs> I was I was in London, uh, um, getting out of NXT UK show, and uh, my friend Bob was staying at the hotel over there, um, and I, I had to get on the train and get home as soon as quick, uh, possible. Thankfully. Every train was shut down except for mine, and I still had like an hour or two ride back to yeah. London from where I was staying and uh, where I went uh, to Coventry. And my my friend Bob, he, he goes he goes into the hotel, you know, to hang out and grab a drink, and all the NXT UK wrestlers are there all hanging out. That's crazy. All hanging out. That's awesome. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I should have coordinated that better to like <laughs> stay in that same hotel. And then you know, come back the next day, or whatever. But yeah, exactly. And, anyway, I thought that was interesting. Walter defending his UK title against Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I have Walter winning here. I don't see him losing Chomp on Ciampa carrying around a UK title. Great title. Um, yeah. You know, it's got prestige, but I don't see Ciampa um, in 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 the NXT UK. Uh, uh, neither do I, but and this this is tough for me to say because I mean, like we talked about, there's just so many good matches. I mean, literally every card for for Takeover, you know, both nights. I mean, there's only five matches for both nights. They're full of just WrestleMania style matches. I mean, this card is is phenomenal. I really do expect this match to be to be one of the better ones. But yeah, I, I don't see Walter losing. I think Chapa Chapa is, is that. This sounds bad because he's he's not a, a a veteran in in the sense, but I think he's that NXT veteran to where he can put over, you know, guys who are rising fast like, um, like your Garganos, like your um, at the time Velveteen Dream, you know, guys like Walter, Pete Dunne. I, I think he's just that guy that you know that you can put in with anybody on the NXT roster who can give you twenty minute match. That's going to be great, and it's going to be hard hitting. We obviously know how good Walter is at the the hard hitting with his match against um, Dragovich. Dragovich earlier in the year, you know, last year that was rated as one of the best matches in in all of wrestling. So I, I fully expect this match to be hard hitting, to be absolutely fantastic. But yeah, Walter's Walter's winning this one. I, I put a lot of money down on that fact. Walter's had this title for two years now. Probably would have lost it about a year ago because they were um, talking about doing Finn Balor versus Walter uh, WrestleMania weekend, and that didn't happen. Uh, everything got shut down because of COVID. Yeah. So basically, that bought Walter a whole another year. Time. 
Yeah, <laughs> just a, a little bit. Another year, um, but I, I don't see him losing here. But yeah, Walter's almost at the two-year mark. Uh, he's right, right there. Uh, if not, just a couple days away from seven hundred and uh, thirty days. Uh, I think it, uh, it'll happen like in about a week or so. But yeah. I was there for that match in Brooklyn against Pete Dunne in uh, Brooklyn uh, Takeover awesome. Brooklyn WrestleMania thirty-five weekend. That was a great night. That's great awesome. show. It, it, you know, here's a just a quick little tidbit, or not tidbit, but a little bit of my future booking that I think would be great. I don't think, you know, we're not talking about Mania here, but I don't think that Drew McIntyre beats Bobby at Mania. I would love to see Walter come up to the main roster with the UK Championship and have a absolute war with Drew McIntyre. I mean, the matches that he had with with Sheamus the past few months have been absolutely insane you know hard hitting as hell and we all know like i said walter is stiff as <laughs> stiff as a bag of rocks i mean he's he will slap the shit out of you and i i would love to see that i think His that would be a chest great slap match. the best slaps oh, in business i i would love to see we haven't seen walter on the main roster because of you know since that survivor series match and he got eliminated and people were very happy about it but man i would love to see Drew McIntyre and Walter fight over the UK championship. It could happen. I don't know if it's be over UK title, but that would be interesting to see. Uh, and hey, listen, if Drew wants to go that route, you know, that's up to him. Uh, that'd be pretty interesting with the title on the line. Sure. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I, I, I'd be down. Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus L.A. Knight in the gauntlet match. The winner faces Johnny Gargano at night number two. Tom, who wins this match? This is tough, man. This is really tough. I mean, talk about kind of a star-studded gauntlet match full of just guys. Not, I wouldn't say middling in the mid-card, but... Not your top tier NXT prospects, but definitely your your hot you know mid mid to high tier. I really think if you're gonna build him up to this point, you know, a lot of people I think would say LA Knight because he just came in. You know, we we know he was Eli Drake and Impact Wrestling. He's had a pretty good start. Um, but man, I, I really think that you got to go with Dexter Loomis here. I, I just. Uh him I, have or, him feeling, um, I have a feeling I'm missing one person here. Isn't Pete Dunne in this match too? No, it's it's rough. Scott, Bronson Reed, Cameron Grimes. Bronson Reed. Uh, mm. Loomis and LA Knight. Interesting. I, I think because they've been kind of teasing a, a Bronson Reed, LA Knight feud, I think those two will, will have a good section of the match. But, yeah, I – it's tough to choose right now. If I had to choose, I'd choose Dexter Loomis because I really like his character. But I think it will come down to either him or um, Cameron Grimes just because of his his character. I love we t we just talked about Cameron Grimes and how good his character's been. But I I just I don't know, man. They've been building up Loomis as this mysterious kind of character, and if you want him to be, you know, <clears throat> he's he's had his run-ins with with Johnny Gargano, and I think that would be a kind of a He's makes sense, right? Yeah, he's he's you know that chicken shit heel who's like, oh, I don't want to fight. Why do I have to fight on WrestleMania? You know, on on night two, build that story up. You got a good story there. I, I would like to see it, but yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Dexter Loomis here. I gotta go with Dexter Loomis too on this one as well. Um, 
He has been featured in um, week after week feuding with uh, The Way, Austin Theory, um, and Johnny Gargano. So I, I think I think it would make sense. I think they go. I think Dexter uh, Loomis is the guy that gets the win here. Um, so I mean, LA Knight just came on. Uh, I, I don't know why. Uh, like he's getting fed losses right away. I mean, he's he could win. Mike, he could win. He could win. I I I think um, that could be a possibility there too. Yeah. Um. But uh, we will talk about the booking of LA Knight of another time. But yeah, um, I have a feeling Dexter Loomis is the favorite here. Um, NXT Tag Champion Tag Team Championship. Uh, we have uh, MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado del Fantasma. Oh man! I mean, like talk. Just talk about another good match that that has a chance to steal the show. I mean, this is this is going to be really good. MSK has has done fantastic since they they debuted. You know, and their their run in in the Dusty Classic was was fantastic. I thought they did great. Grizzled Young Veterans are obviously you know some of the best members of the roster, and then obviously Legado del Fantasma has been kind of running the NXT Tag Team Division for the last year or so. Let me tell you, Legado del Fantasma would be nothing without Santos Escobar. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, I think maybe you got to give them the little bit of a rub here. Um, you know, um, those those two guys really haven't done a whole lot as far as uh, championships go. Um, I think they can use a little rub. Uh, MXK, great grizzled young veterans. I don't, I, I, I couldn't tell you who wins this match to be honest. Uh, I know they're high in grizzled young veterans, so gun to my head, I'm gonna say grizzled young veterans, okay? Uh, but I won't, I won't be surprised with uh, whatever outcome that they go with. I mean, MXK has been knocking out the park, yeah, yeah. Legato I, can use the belts too if you really want to build them more as, as a group. Um, but I, I think uh, grizzled young veterans are gonna uh, get it going here. I won't be surprised and won't be disappointed with any of them. Honestly, I think I think that's my. It's a vacant title, you know. Somebody's gonna win it, and and I think either of the three teams are, would be great. Honestly, I, I'm gonna go with MSK. I'm gonna go with the young guys. I think they've done such a good job since they debuted, and and I just love their work in the uh, the Dusty Classic. I thought the final match. I, f I forget who they fought. Who they fought. Um, in that final match, but man, it was so good. I remember watching that on takeover and it was, I just, I hadn't seen them a lot because I know they were in the impact and I haven't watched impact a lot, but man, then were they so good. So I, I think MSK is going to get the win here. I, I think they, they can kind of carry this team, this NXT tag team division and as the young guys and give them a win. I mean, you can have a good feud with, with all three of these guys, you know, build into the next takeover. Let's do another triple threat match or do a triple threat ladder match, something like that. But yeah, I'm going to go with MSK here for the win. I think that they have done a, a fantastic job since they debuted. And, and I think they'll be rewarded here. Night number two. Oh, wait, did we miss the, two. Uh, did we miss one more match? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Pete Dunne and Kushida. They just announced that oh, one. Yeah, yes. yeah. Is that night one or night two? Night one, and that is going to be fantastic. Okay. Give me Pete Dunne. Give me Pete, Pete Dunne for sure. Absolutely. It's going to be a great match. I think Kushida is fantastic, but I, I don't yeah. see Pete Dunne losing this match. I don't match. see Kushida going over Pete Dunne. No, those guys are going to tear it up though. 
I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see Pat McAfee at some point, whether it's night one or night two, and I think this yeah. is could be one of those. But yeah, give me give me Pete Dunn for sure. Yeah, give me Pete Dunn with the with the win off a of distraction. It is fair, just to protect Rashida a little bit. Yeah, it'd be good to see McAfee too. Yeah. I love McAfee. Because she doesn't really do it for me, but he's great. He's had he's great good. matches. He's good in the ring, man. Yeah, he's great in the ring. He's had good matches. But, um, yeah. It's, I gotta, it's tough. I gotta go Pete he, Dunn. He's reliable, but it's tough to pick against Pete Dunn, man. He's so yeah. good. But I, I fully expect these two to, to absolutely tear the house down. Absolutely. So, in night number two, we have the uh, ladder match between NXT Cruiser Champion, uh, Cruiserweight Champion Santos Escobar and the other, the original NXT Cruiserweight Champion uh, Jordan Devlin. So, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Jordan uh, Devlin got hit by the COVID bug where he couldn't get out of the country. So, he wasn't able to defend his title. Uh, they didn't know how long it was going to be. So, um they that's where they decided to start the uh, cruiserweight uh, tournaments uh, for NXT. Yeah. Um, that's uh, so how we got to where we are. Santos Escobar uh, claiming he's the NXT title and holder and uh, for cruiserweight and Jordan Devlin. Um, how uh, he's proclaiming he's a cruiserweight champion because he never lost the title. Yeah. So uh, going back to last week, we see Shawn Michaels throw the ladder yeah, in the ring. WrestleMania 10 vibes. Yeah, WrestleMania 10 vibes for sure. Shawn Michaels has a little bit of experience with ladder matches and how to settle this type of dispute. Yeah. So we're going to see both belts hanging uh, above the ring in a ladder match. And then, man, this this is another tough, tough one, one to call. Yeah, um, I that's what have, makes it great, though. It makes it great. I love Santos Escobar as the NXT Cruiserweight title holder. I, I think you can do um, something with uh, Jordan Devlin and um, kind of promote him, so to speak, towards North American uh, title uh, division uh, and feud with those guys. Um, but um, I, I have a feeling we got I, I got I got Santos. I, I like him as a title holder. Or I mean, you know, he could be the one that gets promoted and goes up to the main roster and fills the Andrade role. Yeah, um, that that could happen too. So Andrade is not there anymore on Raw, so they kind of you know always want to have that like Spanish representation. He's so going to be Charlotte's boyfriend on Raw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's oh bad. man, man! But seriously, yeah, I, I, it. This is another one, a really tough one to this pick. Is tough one. I have a feeling I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go Santos here. Okay, yeah. this is just another one where I think it's also I wouldn't be disappointed and I wouldn't be surprised with whoever wins. I think this is gonna be a fantastic match. Like we said, you know, talking about the the WrestleMania 10 vibes, I, I'm sure they'll have both championships hanging up, you know, like that, and you know, the winner will do the the Scott Hall pose, but uh. Nah, man, we, we we always kind of expect a WrestleMania ladder match, and we're not getting one on WrestleMania, but we're getting one here at, at TakeOver Stand and Deliver. This is going to be a fantastic match, but I, I really like Jordan Devlin. I, I, I think he's just so entertaining. I, I like his character. I think he's got the chance to really take that Cruiserweight division and, and run with it, and I fully expect nothing less than than this match to absolutely steal the show. It's it's tough that they're on our they uh the card with with what I assume to be the main event and, and Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. 
because that match is going to be absolutely bonkers in my opinion. But yeah, man, I'm going to go with Devlin here. I think this is going to be uh, a barn burner, a uh, 15, 20 minute match. And I expect some crazy spots, but yeah, I'm going to pick Devlin here. And I, I think, I think Santos could be either they'll do something where he'll go with back with Legato del Fantasma and they'll, you know, start something with um, the way or maybe with Pat McAfee's group or they'll have him, like you said, come up to raw and fill that, that luchador, you know, spot that Andrade had. So yeah, I I expect this to be a really good match, but I'm going to pick Devlin. Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus the way I have Shotzi and Ember Moon retaining here. What do you think? Yep. I, I like the way I think they're good. Um, I just, I don't know if Candice and Indy have have separated themselves from. I still feel like, and this is well, no Candace, Candace, Candace is awesome. Candace she's is oh, awesome. Fan, fantastic. Yeah, she's she is, one of the she's best. So good, and I, I wish that she would get more of a push. I think she has NXT Women's Champion material written all over her. She hasn't gotten to that point yet. Hopefully, she does. Unless if she gets called up, I, I just feel like. The way is still kind of considered Austin Theory and and or Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory's you know stable versus a group of four people with with Indy and, and Candice as as members and I don't know if they'll be able to shake that stigma here. I, I still think Shotzi and Ember you know are going to win here, but I, I think in a few months we're going to see the way fully you know integrated as the stable in in NXT and I think they're going to start holding a lot of the belts. I, I, I think Johnny's going to get back in the, the NXT title picture. I think we're going to see Austin Theory. You know, he could go after who I presumed. I presume Dexter Loomis is going to win, you know, on Saturday or on Wednesday and then be Gargano on Thursday. And then you could have Theory go after him and kind of get his revenge for being attacked the past, you know, few months or whatever. But I, I, I think the way will get their chance down the line, but I, I don't see it happening here. Indy's a little green. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a little green, and, you know, Candice LeRae's been carrying her for a number of months now. She's yeah. kind of like, probably like a mentor, an uh, in-ring mentor to her now at this point, I would say. Uh, very green. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got to go Shotzi and uh, Ember for now. Um, you know, maybe they, they hold off on that. Uh, we'll see. But, um then we have the we already talked about North American title Johnny Johnny Gangano versus the winner and who we think is gonna be Dester Loomis. Uh but I, I think we have Johnny Gargano uh walking out of Oh really? You got Gargano? I, I think I got Gargano. I, I I'd be interested to see Loomis um if Loomis is the guy. Uh I I, I just don't see anyone of, of anybody in that playing field defeating Gargano here. I think Loomis is the only one that could like have a reason, not a reason, but strong enough to do it. Yeah, I I just think that I like Grimes. I I think his story is good. He's going to get up to that point. LA Knight's too new. Bronson Reed's, you know, just kind of been middling. And then Swerve Scott and and Leon Ruff have also been, you know, kind of middle of the pack. I I think Loomis is the only one who could beat Gargano and it'd be a good story. So if Loomis wins, then I'm going to pick Loomis to, to be Gargano as, as well. But if it's anybody else, I, I think Gargano does retain. 
Here is another tough one to call. We got Adam Cole in an unsanctioned match against Kyle O'Reilly. Oh my gosh, I just realized this probably won't even be the main event. Now that I'm looking at the card, man, night two is stacked. I mean, like, this night is, two is stacked. stacked. This will not be the main event. Uh, I can tell you that, but I feel like this is going to be like second to last. Night two will be on Peacock. Uh, so, you guys know, make sure you guys have Peacock downloaded. Uh, onto your Apple TV or think, whatever the they're running used. a deal. I think they're running a deal where it's night, like night four one. months. Really? Four months. Yeah, it's like four months for for the regular price of of two months. It's like four months for nine ninety nine or something. So yeah, there you yeah. go for our for our listeners. Go subscribe to Peacock for four months for two dollars and fifty cents a month. <laughs> That's what uh, I did. Save save that money. We all got to save the money, man. Absolutely. Night number one will be on USA. Night number two on the Peacock. Um, but, yeah, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Oh. This is a tough one. This is going to be a barn burner of a match. Oh, it's going to be great. Um, it's going to be so good. Oh, man. I, I think. Before you say I, anything, don't hurt me with this one, Wayne, because you know who I'm picking. No, I, I think I think the, the person that you're picking, I think, is the person that should win. Um, you should win. You better I, I, win. <laughs> I think I think Kyle O'Reilly is going to get the win here. He has to. Yeah. I love Kyle O'Reilly. I've talked yeah. about it every almost every episode that we've mentioned his name. This dude's so good. His Ring of Honor work is is fantastic. I don't know how you you don't let him win here. I mean, the story writes itself. He's he's done a fantastic job as a singles competitor. You know, in the in the COVID era. His match with with Cole should, like you said, should be a barn burner. I expect this to be absolutely brutal. I, I, don't, I don't expect anything too technical here. I think they're going to no, the crap gonna, out of each other. Yeah, exactly. They're going to find every single object that they can and just go to town. I I won't be just because I like Adam Cole too, and I won't be disappointed if if he wins. But this story just tells itself so well with with Kyle O'Reilly winning. Uh, and I think that uh, Adam Cole is another guy. He's already had some main roster experience with that, you know, NXT, you know, pardon the pun here, but takeover show that they had on SmackDown um, because of, you know, the half the, half the SmackDown crew being stuck in, whether it's Australia or Saudi Arabia, I don't remember. Um, and he had that match against Daniel Bryan, but yeah, I expect O'Reilly or I expect Cole to be called up on the Raw after Mania, but Riley deserves this win, man. He's, he's really carried NXT as that main event guy. Who's not gotten the wins in, in the COVID era. And I, I think that his singles career deserves, you know, some more time, you know, in the fire. I think he deserves some more high quality wins, some more high quality matches. And, and this is one of those wins that he, he should get. So I'm going to pick O'Reilly. Even with a little bit of bias, I'm, I'm going to pick Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, I, I got to go Kyle O'Reilly too, uh, for sure. Um, and what we believe will be the main event match of the night, of night two, of uh, the one I'm looking forward to out of all of TakeOver uh, yep. is Finn Balor defending his NXT championship against Karrion Cross. Yeah, man. Talk about a main event. I mean, for both nights. Night uh, night two, and I believe this main event is going to be given a little bit more time. Uh, yeah. NXT on um, 
uh, Wednesday nights usually have that extra 20-minute buffer just in case they need it. Um, oh, yeah. I, expe- I expect the, the Thursday show to be a little, a little, a little slightly longer. I think it's a typical two-and-a-half-hour show. Yeah, I think because it's on Peacock, I think it could be pushed in three hours. I, I think th- – Excuse me. I think with just, you know, with the unsanctioned match, or not the unsanctioned, the, uh, no, it is unsanctioned. With the ladder match, with the uh, the North American title match, I, th- I think these matches are going to be given a lot more time to kind of come to fruition. And I think that this one is going to give, you know, we haven't seen a lot of carrying cross, you know, since he lost the title because, well, not lost, but had, had to give it up because um, of injuries. So, I, yeah, I expect this match to, kind of push the uh, the end of takeover to that two and a half, three hour mark. And it's going to be good, man. It's going to be really good. I, I got, I got Karrion <laughs> Cross winning the title here. Oh, me too. Me as well. I got Karrion Cross. Finn Balor's had a decent run. Um, but I, I think you go Karrion Cross here. Karrion Cross, um, who was supposed to have the title run uh, from uh, last year, uh, who was pushed to the moon. And then injury. To the moon. Yeah. To the moon. <laughs> injury sidelined him, and it was very unfortunate. I felt bad for yeah. him because I thought it was a, a good push. It was a it was a 2002 Brock Lesnar like push that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Before. And he was given a um, rocket. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And um, you know that was you know you kind of felt bad for him, and that's where Finn Balor came in with uh, getting that title back. Um, Especially with how over Keith Lee was, I mean, you have to remember how how popular that that win over Adam Cole, the uh, the North American and NXT title yeah, match, NXT yes. Great American match. Yeah, I mean that he was over, and and to have them give that title to to Karrion Cross, and and then he loses it. You know, he has to give it up three days later or however long it was because of his injury. Yeah, yeah next show. Yeah, yeah, I I. I, I hope on Wednesday that they announce that that or maybe it's a surprise that Finn Balor comes out as the demon. I would love to see that because we haven't seen the demon in so long. I don't expect it. But yeah, I don't I, know I, if I, don't I think... expect it here just because I'm trying to figure out the reasoning behind it. I mean, they could just turn around and oh, it's the demon. Okay. But like there's no backstory to it. It wasn't announced or anything like that. Um, I, I just think because of the mystique of carrying Cross's character with with Scarlet Bordeaux, that this is yeah. this is one of those matches that you could pull it off. It just, it just seems like it's been forever. You know, I don't know if, if not now. Well, listen, you still have Wednesday's to, show to build. Oh like, yeah, in, and, and in that's between. I, I ex- not expect, but I'm I'm hoping it, that it that's when they announce yeah. it, but. If he's already fought the fiend, you know, on the main roster, if it's not with Karrion Cross, I don't know who he would pull the demon back out for. So it, I'm hoping, you know, because it's Mania weekend that maybe we'll see it, but I don't expect it. But I'm I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. That would be something if oh, Karrion yeah. Cross defeats Finn Balor as him being the demon. It's a demon? Oh, for sure. Talk about a, a rocket strap to him. I mean, oh, that would be huge. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely have Karrion Cross coming out as your NXT for sure. champion yep. for WrestleMania weekend. So that pretty much covers uh, NXT uh, predictions right there. Man, we I usually just... get our predictions right for the most part. 
Yeah, I mean that's this is uh, this is fitting to be one of the best NXT shows of all time for sure. And and that's crazy that we both predicted uh, what we presumed to be the main events. We both predicted new new champions on on both nights. I mean, I don't I don't know how often that's happened that we've had a new. Uh, obviously, this is you know there hasn't been two night shows, but I mean we've got some some high profile title changes. Both of us did predict it. I don't see AEW. I'd be shocked if AEW beats NXT in the ratings this Wednesday. I think AEW is going to try something. AEW is going to try something. And, there'll be, and, there'll and be something big. They're, they're, they're spice, they, they spice up their card a little bit for, yeah. for this Wednesday. But uh, and NXT has uh, basically, in their own right, almost has a pay-per-view-like card for Wednesday night alone. And not to mention Thursdays going to be the best night out of yeah. both of them for sure. I, I, I think um, people will will. I, I, if you're 18 to 49, your eyes got to be on the USA Network this yeah, Wednesday, no doubt sure. about it. I, I don't know who anybody who would say that night one is better than night two because night yeah. two, like we just said, it's it's completely stacked. But that that still seems like an oversight because night one will still be fantastic. I think that you know. I think USA is going to run limited commercials. I think there'll be just a, a lot of eyes on this one. And like we said at the beginning of the show, yes, we know that AEW has, has been putting on fantastic shows every week, basically since they started. But but this is WWE week. If you're a wrestling fan and you're not, even if you're not a WWE fan, you're kind of keeping your eye on on everything that's going on in WWE. This is the, the Super Bowl. Thursday, they want you to watch it on the cock. This Thursday, the, the hey. Hey, they're censoring stuff. You can't say that. It's just <laughs> called the P Network. The P. Yeah. Unless you're watching on the Peacock. Oh my god. I, I, I wanted to get your opinion on that, but I we'll save that for you know next week or something. But with all the censoring and everything. Oh boy. They need uh, to change they- if they're gonna start censoring. You know, oh my all that stuff. You know, we're not going to see Mr. McMahon doing doing all his stuff. They need to call it just the P Network. I don't. I don't want to hear the Peacock Network. That is, that is too much. Think of the children. Think of the children. Man, think of the children. Exactly. Oh my goodness! The center of WWE stuff. Meanwhile, you got the Office. How many innuendos are on that show? Oh, for sure. Come on, like, come on. Give me I, mean, a break. I, I understand some of the stuff. Some of the stuff is is too passe. You know, it, it's it it's 1998. You know, all that stuff. But like, you're also taking away history. You know, you can't. It, it makes me glad that I have such a vast you know dvd collection over there of, of wwe stuff because it has all those moments but why you know like if you don't want to watch it just don't watch it you know or skip through it you don't have to take it off the entire show and act like it just doesn't exist because at that point you're really getting rid of 1997 you know late 97 to early you know 2002 and just completely getting rid of it you know there shouldn't there won't, we won't even see raw or SmackDown on there because there's, there's something every single week. We're gonna take the next five minutes to run through Dynamite really quick. Uh, we saw Christian versus Kazarian, great match, slow at times. Yeah, uh, but uh, th- th- these guys went for both uh, about sixteen to seventeen minutes. Surprising um, for his for both his were first match. Well. 
Christian was selling very well. Kazarian carried the match. Um, yeah, okay. Um, you know, we haven't not bad, not bad for Christian uh, being out of the ring for uh, almost seven years. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we saw QT Marshall and the Nightmare Factory students uh, yeah. attack the American Nightmare family. So QT, I never thought I'd care about QT Marshall. Yeah, you know, it's not going to be much of a stable. No, yeah. It's going to be like out of the, you know, they're not they're not going to be a high-end stable, but they'll no. have their little feud with uh, Cody and the American family for, for a little I, while. I, I, like, I like Aaron Solo. I think he's, he's one of the guys, the, you know, the Nightmare recruits or whatever. I, I think he's... He's got a good character. Maybe it's just because I've watched him on BTE. But, yeah, I, I it was a surprising move. I, I don't know how much they can get out of this. Like you said, I think they're just really going to do a, a feud with the Nightmare family, and, and that would kind of be it. But, hey, man, I'm all for it. I love, I love the factions in AEW. I think they do a really good job of handling all that. So many factions. I was talking to a friend of mine. <clears throat> Who's probably watching right now, Dave? Um, anyhow, he, um, we were talking about how there's a number of quite a number of factions, and yeah. it's getting a little convoluted sometimes. It's just a little, like, little I need too to much. Write this all down now to keep up with everything. Like who's feuding with who and what have I, you. It's, I it's feel like it's you should pay somebody five dollars if they can name like every faction in AEW. There's too many. Inner Circle gets their revenge on the Pinnacle by taking back their locker room. That was pretty interesting. Nice little surprise there. I, I like this. This was a looked like a gang fight. I, I really did think that this was good. I love the uh, MJF. They might be setting up for blood and guts. Ah, uh, we. I think you said that a few a few weeks ago, or maybe it's I, been talked about for such a long time. Yeah, that yeah. They're, they're holding out on you know they want people in the arena for that. And, and and we know that Double or Nothing is you know I don't know if it'll ever you know, be the WrestleMania, but it is AEW's, you know, premier event of the year. And I think that that is the kind of match you can have. I expect there to be, you know, with WrestleMania having fans, I expect double or nothing to have fans. I think blood or guts is the kind of match you can have that can sell that card. And, and yeah, I think this was good. I, I love the, uh, the swirly that the MJF was given by, by Chris Jericho and throwing him through the Pepsi machine. But yeah, I, I don't see how this match doesn't lead to or how this you know feud doesn't lead to some big match between the two factions that I, I think would be really good. I, I I love Chris Jericho is uh yeah oh we got some some big Chris Jericho news. I don't know if you saw that here. Oh we're getting to it. Yeah yeah but uh Chris Jericho is 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 kind of taking on that leadership role and not not looking the best in the ring but I still think he can go and um you know, MJF is the future, but yeah, I, I really love to see a, a blood and guts match, whatever that, whatever that entails between, between these two factions, because I, I really think that's the only way that you can go here. Yes. Um, and one more thing before we head up on the Chris Jericho, uh, the trios match, uh, we saw, I guess trios matches starting to become a thing. Maybe they come out with the, the, trios, the trios title. title. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that we've talked about. I can't even tell you how many trios there are and how many factions there are in AEW. Yeah. So you could absolutely do trios uh, tag titles at this point. I'd be no cool about it. it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you got, you got inner circle with five members. It gives 
um, you know, other than the tag titles, it gives the other three um, or four members something to do. That's you a Santana, Ortiz, and Hager, or Guevara kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And you got uh, Dark Order with their eight or nine members. Yeah. Best um, friends. You got yeah, best friends. Uh, you, yeah, best gun, friends. You got three. Gun Club. Gun Club Death is one Triangle. Of them. Death Triangle, yeah. Well, you could definitely do trios. Uh, but I, I noticed that they're starting to use – Trio's tag match uh, labeled. Uh, yeah, yeah. More. I picked up on that the other night. So there's, a, know, there's enough. They... There's enough tag teams and there's enough trios teams to where you can kind of have not separate divisions because obviously there'd be some overlap, but you can have, you know, a good. You can have fresh matchups every single week with with who Absolutely. you got in there. Absolutely. Um, and it, it gives everybody. Uh, yeah, you get more people on the card. Yeah, more people on the card, something to do, uh, what have you. But we see Omega and the Good Brothers defeat the Lucha Bros and the Laredo Kid. That Laredo Kid something else. <laughs> but uh, Omega with the one-winged angel on Laredo Kid. Omega gets the win there by pinfall. Um, but uh, it looks like we're seeing the uh, pairing of the uh, Young Bucks with John Moxley as they come to the ring. Yeah. And uh, the Good Brothers and Omega... They get out to the ring. Uh, looks like uh, we're going to see them in a match soon. In fact, as I was taking note of that, um, it turns out that they have they're going to have a match next Wednesday on Dynamite. Uh, see, they're trying they're trying to yeah. compete. That's a big one. That's a big. They that's are a trying match. to compete, but this is the last. Now I'm a little concerned about the Wednesday Night Wars now because now, okay. Um, uh, the Wednesday nights, there's nobody to compete with on Wednesday nights. So yeah. does AEW continue to bring their A game on a Wednesday night down Dynamite? Yeah, yeah. Do they continue to bring their A game? That remains to be seen. Uh, but let's finish this up. Um, we have uh, their Forbidden Door uh, apparently um, has been opened. You have Chris Jericho, who is currently an AEW superstar. Going on WWE programming of Stone Cold interviewing Chris Jericho. What the heck is this about? That I I, I know that they announced it. Like they they sent out the teaser of the uh, you know the Jericho countdown with with Stone Cold's you know skull logo, and everybody was like, oh, it's an April Fool's joke, you know, you know whatever. And I, then, yeah, I didn't even pick up on it. I didn't even yeah. pick up on it. it was April first. And, and and then the next they said like twenty four hours and then and then yesterday they announced it and I was like oh this is a joke and then WWE actually tweeted it out and it's I I don't expect a partnership or anything it's not like AEW and WWE are gonna have a Survivor Series match or something but you know, that'd be great that'd be that'd be fantastic for business I don't think it happens WWE needs a shot in the arm and so does AEW but I need you know we talk about that forbidden door and it's like. This is huge. I mean, Jericho isn't like blacklisted from WWE, but he hasn't been mentioned since his appearance at the Greatest Royal Rumble, you know, three years ago. Like he really hasn't, there's, they haven't talked about him on the network. There haven't been mentions on TV. And obviously we know he's been a prominent member of AEW being their first champion. And to be on such a high level show, I think, I think the Broken Skull Sessions is, you know, outside of Undertaker's last ride, you know, the most watched show on the network, uh, original show. And and to have him show up on that and, and have a candid conversation 
AEW and WWE, like two. It, it's huge. It's great. I'm, I'm so excited. Big. I, this is gonna be must big. watch. Must watch TV. I I don't know how. I mean, it's they're dropping this. I think. Sunday, right? They're, They're dropping, dropping this Sunday. right after WrestleMania. So when we do our aftermath show, WrestleMania <laughs> is going to be quick. Exactly. <laughs> quick, 20, no more than 30. And then so we got right on the it. network. Uh, uh, I, I'm pretty sure if I know WWE well enough, they're going to put it right on after night two. Yeah. Uh, that, that night for sure. But and, and it's this not is, like this is like a 30 minute interview either. I mean, these Broken Skull sessions go for close an, hour, an hour and a half, almost two and a half hours sometimes, you know, if it's. I think the Randy Orton was the newest one, and that one went almost two hours. That oh, I didn't even see that, and I know Sasha did one too. As well. Sasha did I'm one. I'm behind. I'm behind on the network stuff. Oh, to be they're they're good, man. I mean, the Taker ones were were two and a half, two hours, two and a half hours. It's it's just so, like I said, I don't expect this to you know we're gonna start seeing AEW and WWE talent on both shows, but. This is huge. I mean, this is this is a big, it's, big I mean, thing. It's a li- little little step, you know, maybe into yeah. Vincent Man realizing that uh, maybe Impact is benefiting and AEW benefiting from crossovers. Yeah, because um, I mean, we so. got the Impact versus you know Kenny versus Rich Swan match coming up, you know, later this month for the yeah. for the two titles. I mean, it, it's so weird to think about that we're gonna like that we have just this connection between all these wrestling companies with, with AEW and, and impact and, and CMLL and, and all these, you know, huge companies around the world. And then now we're finally getting this huge thing. I mean, this is a lot of people aren't talking about that. I think people aren't talking about this enough. Like this is the, one of the leading faces of AEW who's been active, active, active AEW. Yeah. Yeah, who's been who's been on a WWE programming? Probably one of the top fifteen, maybe twenty five WWE superstars of all time. Oh, he's gonna be higher. Oh, for sure. I gotta give him top ten. Yeah, I was I was just you know trying to trying to ease it, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, this is one of the greatest WWE superstars of all time coming on a WWE show as a member. Of the competition. I mean, this is huge. This is this is this, unprecedented. Again, on WrestleMania weekend. Like, this is premiering right after WrestleMania. I mean, how it's long great. Do, do you think Stone Cold brings up AEW? Five minutes. You, you think? You think? You think? Because I, I heard that uh, Stone Cold said that nothing's left off the table. I would do be you, surprised if AEW think, is not mentioned in the first five minutes. How do you not? I mean, how do you? Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is from what I've heard, because Stone Cold did an interview with uh, Sports Illustrated, is he got Vince's blessing. Like, he, he asked him once, and Vince was like, yeah, whatever. And then he asked him again for clarification, and Vince was like, yes, I'm okay with it. And, I mean, you, you have to ask about AEW. It's I, – I don't expect it to not – obviously, it would be – a robbery if they didn't talk about it at all. But I, I expect them to talk about it within the first five minutes. It's just it just doesn't make sense. I mean he was the first AEW champion. He's been the the face of not the face, but I think the first like crossover face of, of AEW coming from you know coming from WWE. It's it's just this is huge, man. I, I'm really it is definitely really excited. Water cooler talk for sure. Yeah, I, I'm sure we're gonna talk about it 
Um, I yeah. I expect a, a really good interview. I mean, I I know he's going to talk about his match with Owens because I know that that was one of the matches that you know kind of was the end of his his run. You know, the one that started his run to to leave for leave WWE and go on, um, you know, the New Japan scene with with Omega. I mean, I'm sure Moxley will be brought up, which would be great. Um, and just to get a full career perspective, I mean, we've seen that with Taker and and all the you know Bailey and and, and Randy and and Sasha. They've all had really good interviews. I, I think Kurt Angle is one of the best best ones that he's done. I, I'm just I'm really excited. It, it's surprising, excuse me, to think that this is coming during WrestleMania weekend, which is WWE's way of presenting WWE, and they're giving AEW a platform. Which is which is huge. Well, that pretty much uh, wraps up our show. I think we covered uh, a lot. Uh, also, uh, some quick notes: uh, SmackDown uh, next week will be the Andre the Memorial uh, Battle Royal, yeah. um, and then we got the uh, number one contenders match uh, for the women's tag teams. Uh, I think maybe like a Gauntlet or a Battle Royal or something. Um, but the winner apparently will be facing Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania. Um, and then uh, there was another match. I know, I think there was three of them. Oh, SmackDown Fatal tag titles. Yeah, Fatal 4-Way SmackDown tag team match with uh, Street Profits, uh, Ray and Dominic, Otis and Chad, and, and Dolph and, and Robert Roode. Uh, Memorial Battle Royal and Roman, Daniel, and Edge to address the Universal the WWE Universe is what is announced on the WWE website. Interesting. It, I mean, it'll be, be a pretty decent show. Yeah. yeah it, it's, SmackDown's it's generally week. been very yeah. good um, lately. Uh, and all you, credit goes to the whole Roman Reigns booking and Sasha booking. Yeah. When we were talking, we were talking about takeover. I, I just got to ask you, what do you think is your? Uh, let's give it a rating out of ten. Your your preview. What do you think it'll be after Thursday out of ten? How good do you think it'll be? The whole pay per view combined, or show. night one, night two, the Wednesday, whole Wednesday and Thursday out of ten. Uh, we'll go nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I would not be surprised if we get a five star match uh, from the Dave Meltzer rating. Yeah, I, I am I would not disappointed because I, I love NXT, but I would be thoroughly shocked if this show is not at least an eight. Uh, I think this show would be both nights will be fantastic. There there is definitely uh potential for five star Dave Meltzer uh report ratings for sure. You got a you got a prediction I, I, I on which one? Uh if I have to go five star, um Go to O'Reilly. Ooh, O'Reilly and Cole, man. Maybe. Depends on what they do uh, and, and what kind of match. How much time they get. They got to get that time. A lot, a lot of stuff. I mean, if it's a street fight, I think it's a regular match. That's what it is. Regular match. Uh, but um, we're yeah, excited. I mean, that's, that's the best thing we I can say. Go, is we're all excited. I got to go carrying Cross and uh, really? Finn Balor as a potential. You think that one could be five stars? That's surprising. It's a potential. Kushida, uh, Pete Dunn has a no, potential. For sure. That'll be up um, there. So what we'll to see. I think uh, EO and and uh, Raquel, Raquel will be good. You know, I could, uh, Dave Meltzer will probably give them like three and a half to four. Yeah, he's not. He's not a big fan of the women's wrestling for some reason. 
And listen, he'll call it how it is. If it's a five star, he'll give it five star. So. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but um, regardless, if it's a guy or a girl, um, it'll it'll be a, a great match. He'll call it the way it is. I promise you, whatever. If you're watching now, if you're watching in the future, if you're watching after Takeover, I promise to check our predictions. I promise you, NXT Takeover Stand and Deliver will be a top five Takeover of all time. Oh, this is I, I will especially put, put every dollar that I have on that. I think this will be fantastic, especially from the Thursday night, the standpoint of Thursday night. That card could be one of the, the, the best nights of uh, NXT history. I'm putting all my birthday money on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so just to recap, we will be back with you guys Wednesday with the aftermath. We'll try to keep it around 20 25 minutes. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, Thursday, uh, uh, we'll have uh, uh, Tommy running the show Thursday with uh, Josh and possibly Noah. Justin and Noah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin and Noah. Uh, ep- um, episode 61, we'll have Frank Manzo, 10 p.m., sharp right after SmackDown. Uh, and then we'll have our aftermath. Uh, we'll have the um, uh, right after night one. Yeah, and WrestleMania night two right after those. Oh. So five nights in a row. Um of that's in the immediate future. Uh that'll be next week, five nights in a row. We'll be with you live on YouTube. Episode 61 will be coming at you live. So make sure those of you guys that are listening on the podcast, make sure you are subscribed to the YouTube channel so you can catch. We won't have long shows next week, but there'll be very important ones, but make sure that you guys are subscribed. Make sure you share this with your friends. Share the link. Have them subscribe. We will be the most busiest podcast. The entire week. We're in, doing it, man. In the wrestling business, we will be the most busiest podcast. For sure. I guarantee you that. You'll see these faces not every day. Not one podcast is – might come close, but not one podcast is going all five nights like we are. Hey man, I might even hop on on Thursday, on Tuesday for a Hall of Fame recap. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you which which is the best <laughs> five minute speech, which is the worst. <laughs> I'll let you run that show. Exactly. But the next night on Raw could be important, and and then keep in mind we'll take a little time off in, in the middle of April, and as yeah. we figure out um, our um, road to our one year anniversary show. Um, so even if we don't have a guest, we want to put on a decent show for you guys. So, um, anyhow, uh, for those of you guys that are watching, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, we have a couple viewers now, uh, but that's awesome. We, we do it for the little, we do it for the many and yeah. uh, we enjoy, uh, enjoy you guys. Thank you so much. And again, uh, help us out, share the show, share the YouTube link. And hey, 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 uh, man, let's, yeah. Let's- Let's all give uh, if you're watching right now or watching in you know the future, give give Wayne a, a big shout out here, man. Making it to 60 episodes, I appreciate you having me on every single one. You know for the past at least 30, 30 plus. You know it's it's been great. I look forward to it every week. You know next week is going to be huge for us. I'm I'm super excited and I appreciate you a lot, man. So so thank you. Congratulations on on 60 episodes. You know we're coming up to a year. That's that's awesome, man. So congratulations to you. Make sure to send Wayne a, a big old congratulations because that's <laughs> that's awesome, man. 
Well, do you, those of you guys that are uh, watching, oh, my little ticker went away. Darn it, I got rid of it. Okay. But those of you guys that are watching, Deep Six Orbital Western Podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube if you're listening. This uh, By the time you guys get this episode, right now it's Saturday night. You guys will have this uh, in your podcast library right later tonight or tomorrow sometime. Uh, but the moment uh, you do, uh, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel and uh, share this with your friends and family. Uh, and, of course, uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you all so much. And you guys have a happy Easter. Peace out. Peace <laughs> out.